It's Edmonton's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. Hello, this is Mario Taniguzzi coming to you today with Alberta's podcast, member of Canada's Podcast Network, where we talk to the entrepreneurs who are making it happen in Alberta so you can listen, discover, and engage. Joining me today is Eric Johnson, who is co-owner and general manager of Folding Mountain Brewery, just outside Jasper National Park. Thanks for joining us today, Eric. Oh, thanks for having me. Okay, first of all, let me just start by asking you, where exactly uh, uh, is your business located uh, and uh, where do you operate from? Yes, we're about a 12-minute drive west of Hinton, uh, just before the east access to jasper national park okay so we're yeah we're right off highway 16 just before the park so tell me what uh folding mountain brewery is and what you guys do uh so we are a microbrewery in alberta uh and we uh manufacture beer for distribution across alberta and we also have some in saskatchewan and we also have a uh restaurant on site as well so basically a restaurant and microbrewery when did you start, by the way? Uh, we started planning in 2016, and we opened the doors in uh, July 2017. Okay. Uh, maybe if you hit the rewind button for me for a second and go back in time, tell me uh, how this all came about and why. Uh, so my business partner, Jason, and I, we both grew up in Hinton, and we both really had a, a love of craft beer. We'd always joke about, imagine if we open a brewery, you know, all jokes, no seriousness <laughs> at all. And then uh, it just kind of grew from there. Uh, 2016, we started to really talk about what if we really did this. Then we just went full tilt into making this happen. What has been the biggest challenges uh, you've faced uh, in starting a, a business and being an entrepreneur? I think I think learning the ins and outs of operating a business. Uh uh, in terms of a, a brewery, um, we certainly had some idea of what to expect. Um, Jason has a business background. I don't. Um, I have a journalism degree, which doesn't necessarily help with uh, running a brewery. It helps <laughs> with drinking, though. <laughs> Absolutely. There is that in common. And so from there, um, I think that the biggest challenge has been just learning the ins and outs of the regulatory side of liquor in Alberta and how that all works. And then just, um, you know, operating the business day to day and making that all work together. Okay. So, you know, there's been quite a, a boom in craft brewing uh, industry uh, in, um, in Canada, more specifically in Alberta. A couple of questions regarding that. Number one is, why do you see that boom uh, in the last couple of years? So in, um, I want to say uh, it was around 20. 13 uh, government changed regulations in terms of uh, what was required for a brewery to exist in Alberta. So there used to be minimum uh, production quotas in place. And if you didn't produce that much, you couldn't exist as a microbrewery. Uh, they eliminated those production numbers and that opened the doors for small breweries like us to exist. Without that, we wouldn't be able to exist because we just didn't meet uh, the production numbers that were required uh, in the province before. Okay, but why do you think that trend is out there in, in society, whether it's Alberta, Ontario, BC, Portland, you know, uh, uh, people just love craft beer. Why? Yeah, I think, I think um, you know, 
I, I want to say the craft beer community brings people together uh, for one thing. Uh, and then, you know, people, people like beer. So, I mean, craft breweries, all, all different breweries are going to uh, produce different kinds of beer for people to enjoy. And I think that in Alberta now we're seeing what sort of happened in BC before what happened in, you know, places like San Diego and Portland in the U S and, uh, you know, you look at you know, Montana as well as another good example where there's a lot of microbreweries per capita. And so in Alberta now, we've, we've just sort of boomed the past couple of years. And we're getting to that same point. When you look at the numbers, uh, the sheer numbers of uh, microbreweries that are out there, are you concerned that there's too many uh, these days? I think everyone's sort of charting their own course in terms of what they want their business model to be, whether it is like a, some just have tap rooms where they just make beer and they don't sell food. Some do both. Some just manufacture and sell outside. So I think it's really deciding what your niche is and what works best for the market you're in. For us, for example, we our closest uh, microbrewery stops would be in Jasper, Jasper Brewing, and then as Apex Predator Brewing. But you look at something like Calgary, I mean, there's breweries that are all within walking distance of each other. So it's really just making sure you have a business model to fit your goals and I, I guess the market that you're you're working within. Okay, what's your plans for the company going forward? Uh, for us, we just want to keep uh, expanding our distribution uh, across Alberta. And, you know, hopefully at some point the rules and legislation change so we have a better opportunity to get into markets like British Columbia, where it is uh, still somewhat government controlled and not super easy for us just to get into the market as it would be for a BC brewery to just start selling their beer here. Uh, in Alberta, for example, it's an open market. so. You register your product, you can make distribution happen here. Uh, it's no problem for you to come in. It's not so easy for an Alberta brewery to be opposite in a place like BC or Ontario. So long-term, hopefully that opens up and it gives all of us more opportunity to grow even further as an industry in the province. Um, can you explain or uh, draw a picture for me of, of what exactly you have on site there for, for your brewery, what that consists of? Yeah, so we have uh, basically a microbrewery in the back and then a restaurant out front. Um, so we produce, uh, we have a 20 hectoliter brewing system, which basically equates to about 2000 liters per batch. So we have that on the one side and then on the other side, there's the restaurant. So it's essentially almost like two businesses in a sense, because the brewery is, you know, producing beer and we want to get that out to distribution to markets aside from ourselves. And then we have the built-in restaurant side, which sells all of our beer. And, you know, we're lucky we have a big tourism base where we are because we get a lot of traffic to and from Jasper uh, who stop in as well. So, you know, people can come have craft beer, have a meal. Kids are welcome. So it's family friendly. Uh, we have a beautiful view of the mountains. Um, so we've just kind of grown by word of mouth in that aspect. So how many brands do you have? Uh, right now we produce, uh, we have seven core beer that we produce and can. Uh, that we send across the province on a regular basis. And then we also do one-off beers um, that may be available in smaller amounts or just specific to the brewery. Okay, I'm going to put you on the spot. What's your favorite? Uh, we, we do a West Coast IPA, so it's called Moraine West Coast IPA. Uh, I'm a big fan of the hoppy beers. So that was one we didn't start out with, but uh, Jason and I are big fans of that style. So we were like, well, hey, we created this. Why don't we get a beer like that? And uh, yeah, it's definitely um, a favorite of all of ours at the brewery. So um, over the years that you've been in business, uh, 
is there anything that strikes you and it sticks in your mind in terms of advice you've received from somebody about being an entrepreneur? I think uh, we're lucky with with uh, craft brewing in Alberta because although we're all competitors in a sense for shelf space and and customers, we all really help each other. So the breweries that have started before us, um, you know, are always willing to give advice or information from what they've learned because some of them sort of got thrown into the fire more so than when we came along. We were about brewery number 60 in the province when we came to be. There's over 100 now. Um, so all the ones before us, I mean, there was a lot of learnings and things that they can pass on to us so that we don't have the same headaches that they did. So we're really lucky to have a tight community that, you know, although we, like I said, compete, we're all willing to help each other out because it props up the industry as a whole. As an entrepreneur, what's the toughest thing for you uh, for being an entrepreneur? I think making sure that uh, you can keep the business operating the way you want to be and making sure it's firing on all cylinders at all times. Um, for us, one of the, one of the things, um, the restaurant side of things definitely brought in a different aspect because that involves hiring more people for kitchen and that sort of thing. And the market we're in, that's very competitive in the Jasper Hinton area. And so it's not always easy to find people to fill those roles. So I think keeping that peace and making sure that we have the people we need to keep things going every day has been one of the biggest things for us. Um, especially when we first started, we didn't really know how many people we'd even need to keep things running day to day or what we need long-term. We have a better handle on that now. And at our peak in the summer season between the brewery and the restaurant, we, we have about 20 to 25 full-time, part-time staff. So if you weren't doing uh, this right now, what do you think you'd be doing as a career? Uh, I'd probably still be working in uh, uh, my old uh, life in uh, public relations, communications, sitting at a desk every day and uh, writing key messages for people. <laughs> Did you write your own key messages today? <laughs> well, I, always, I always joke about that. It's so much easier when it's... Uh, when it's not being reviewed by 16 other people, but at the same time, it's harder <laughs> because you have one shot at it. Yeah, but uh, I'm being prepared right. today. <laughs> what do you do? Um, uh, just going to ask you some personal questions. What do you do uh, in your spare time that that maybe helps you uh, be creative and helps you think of ideas about the business? Uh, you know, uh, being actually away from the actual office and the brewery. Well, part of it's visiting other breweries, yeah. uh, which always helps because you do get a lot of, you have some aha moments when you're at other places too, where it's like, why didn't we think of this? Why, why don't we implement this at, at, at our brewery? Um, mm -hmm. so things like that. And then also just being next to the mountains. Um, growing up, kind of took it for granted uh, being next to Jasper. And, you know, we'd go there uh, on Friday nights for, for fun but not appreciating the actual backdrop and the outdoor piece. So that's something now uh, that's so important to us. And part of the reason we built where we did is because the outdoors is a big part of what we are. So um, when you look at, uh, I, I guess, on a personal level, uh, you know, everybody today has kind of like a bucket list of things they want to do, et cetera, in their lives. Uh, outside of business, uh, on your personal side, what's on sort of the, on top of your bucket list these days? I think I think getting uh, doing some more traveling. 
um, which is not always easy at the infancy of a, of a, of a business, um, but getting to the point where can get away and not worry about, well, you're always going to worry about things, but you know, things will still turn and move when you're not there. So, so I think, yeah, doing, doing more traveling and uh, just sort of getting, I mean, everyone always wants work-life balance, but I don't know entrepreneurship if that exists. I think you almost have to find a way to make the two cohabitate in the best way possible, but I don't think you'll ever get, uh, you're never going to find that perfect piece. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I, I think it's funny, right? When you talk about work, work-life balance and, uh, you know, you kind of assume, you know, an office and, and, uh, you know, downtown Calgary or downtown Edmonton, et cetera. But my gosh, you got the perfect world. You got the mountains and you got beer. Like talk about great work-life balance right there. <laughs> you have to pinch yourself sometimes. And that's, that's the thing is, is uh, we're fortunate now, you know, there's still work to be done, but often, you know, in the world, I mean, now versus before, you know, going to an office tower and being there and then going through the rush hour commute home. Now I have a 15 minute drive from my home to the brewery, driving towards the mountains every day. It's not life or death scenarios, you know, making people angry. You're, you're making beer. Uh, so generally people are pretty happy. So you get to deal with a lot of happy people and, uh, and they're all on their vacations or enjoying time away from whatever they're doing in their lives. And so just being, being cognizant of that and, uh, being a positive in that, um, even when, even when the work sometimes does get a little deep, you got to pinch yourself, remind yourself where you're at and, uh, sort of, bring yourself back to ground level. If you had to pick one word to describe yourself, what would it be and why? Uh, stubborn. Probably, uh, I think I think most people who know me really well would say that. Uh, I think I've gotten better at uh, opening up to ideas as, as, as we've created this business and, and seeing that stubbornness sometimes can get in the way of uh, creating something bigger and better and move in the direction we want to be. Um, so I think that if anything, I become more aware of that and keeping it in check when it needs to be kept in check. Sometimes the stubbornness does go a long way still, but it, it, it can't be a, it can't be a roadblock to our, our success. And sometimes what may seem like a silly idea that's tossed your way at first may end up being one of the best things that's ever happened. So uh, always going in with that mindset now versus just uh, kicking and digging in my heels and saying no. What kind of things do you do on your spare time outside of, uh, of there? Uh, you know, spend time with friends, family, uh, try and get outside with uh, the pup as much as possible. And, uh, you know, one thing that's uh, lucky for us is, um, you know, I, I, do, I do get to travel across the province pretty regularly and uh, having my old career worked in Red Deer, Calgary, Edmonton, I get to visit all those places pretty regularly. So it's nice to piggyback on uh, personal visits with friends who often are always game for going for a beer and, and doing the work piece as well. So that's all stuff I enjoy. So in your travels across uh, the province in Alberta, is, is there any pockets that you see that the interest in microbrewing is more so than uh, other places, I guess? I think I think it's growing right across the province where there's you know, even the small places that may not have, you know, you wouldn't think of having brewery like Crow's Nest Pass, having having brewery, um, 
you know, uh, you look at what's happened in Calgary, um, the whole Highway 2 corridor. I mean, there's breweries in Pinoca, Lacombe, Red Deer, Innisfail, Airdrie. So it, it, it's really, it's really becoming a, you know, there's really breweries everywhere. Um, you know, Peace River, Grand Prairie, uh, Fairview. So it's just, just places where you may not seem like there be a craft brewery. The, the thing is, again, it's depending on what you want to make yourself, you can, you can make it happen. And we're really seeing that happen a lot across Alberta now. Um, do you have a daily routine that you follow? I uh, always make time for coffee. Uh-huh. So usually start the day with coffee, the important work emails, and then jump into uh, what the day is going to bring for me, which uh, could be travel. It could be in the brewery. It could be up front working in the tap room in the restaurant side. It could be office work. Um, every day is different because, uh, you know, there's a lot of pieces to juggle. And when you're running your own business, um, you know, it's on you to make sure they all happen and don't drop the ball. <laughs> Okay, super. Um, so I'm going to ask you kind of a, a weird, uh, different kind of question. So imagine that uh, uh, there's a small tropical island somewhere out in the ocean. And uh, because of the goodness of our hearts, we're going to drop you off there and uh, as a, for a vacation <laughs> and a stay. The thing is, the, uh, the area does not have uh, any technology or internet, nothing like that. Only has one phone booth. Now, at any time, you can call us and, uh, you know, we'll come pick you up by the boat and take you back home. Two questions. How long would it take you to make that phone call? And uh, secondly, what would you do while you were there? <laughs> maybe maybe we'll, maybe we'll let you bring some uh, six-pack of beer. Perfect. Well, if I'm that <laughs> on island, on, I'd, you know, that's a tough one because uh, it would be nice to just detach for a while. But <laughs> I think... Um, I think I'd probably make it a couple days and then I'd be stressing about what's happening uh, on the work side of things. And I need to make that call to get back as much as I'd like to sit there and enjoy the sunshine. Uh, I'd, I'd probably, I'd probably be 48 hours and you'd be getting a phone call. Okay, super. So is there anything you'd like to add, uh, Eric, before you uh, leave us today? Um, I think, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely been exciting building a business in Alberta. I know there's all there's always sort of right now where the economy's at, people people can easily get disenfranchised or uh, things about what's happening. But I think there's still a lot of opportunity for creativity and building in Alberta. And uh, you know, I, I think that there's there's still a lot of growth um, in our industry in particular that that can occur on different fronts. It might not be more breweries opening as quickly as they have been. But uh, like I said before, getting into those newer markets that uh, we don't necessarily have the opportunity to now, I think that's going to also shift things for us because that means more production. That means buying more tanks, um, you know, so businesses could grow that way too. So hopefully we see things move in that direction. Okay. Thanks for joining us today, uh, Eric on Alberta's podcast. Thanks for having me. Thanks for taking the time today to listen to Edmonton's podcast on Canada's podcast network. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Make sure you sign up for our newsletters and write a review for us on iTunes. And then connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn at Canada's podcast. You can also check out what other entrepreneurs are doing across the country. See you next time.